the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hi, I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. Welcome in. Welcome up. Welcome. Welcome to the stock market. Welcome to the moon. Welcome to money. Trying to get you to retirement. At one point in time, it was trying to help you beat the markets. And then you started learning like a lot of people weren't doing some of the small things, right? Like saving in 401ks, 403bs, 457. So the message has tweaked ever so slightly through the years. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, who just celebrated a morning show of his own, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Um, how you doing, Mr. Burton? Good. I don't know about celebrated. <laughs> but, but thank you. You did, you did a nice job. No, thank Big you. Big retirement it's, it's, you know, it's income. Fun. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. It's, it's your show. <laughs> thank you. I'll wait. Big retirement income strategies and estate planning seminar coming up on the 8th. That's seven days from now. Crown Plaza Foster, Hotel Foster City. Um, we don't get often there. That's right off 92 on the bridge, right during drive time. There's a bar if you want to get there early and lube up. Um, but it's going to be wealth and income in retirement with CFP Chad Burton. Uh, people can find out more by going to chadburton.com, newfocusfinancial.com. Use code radio25 when signing in to get in for free. Now, Mr. Burton, let's talk about some of your financial issues that would be brought up at an event like this. Um, what do we need to know as far as... Um, market shocks, because I think February was a shock for a lot of people. Yeah, and that wasn't even a real correction. It just the difference was it came pretty quick, and it hadn't been there for a while. We'd had such low volatility, um, and then it was gone, right? People already kind of forgot it almost happened. But I, I think the real issue here is that withstanding shocks in retirement, market shocks, is going to be more important because... It's only a mistake when you have to sell. Typically, if you buy good assets, the only time you make mistakes is when you have to sell those assets in order to live. You know, pay your mortgage, pay for food, pay for your utilities. And so you have to have a plan to be able to get through stock market corrections. They happen, you know, pretty regularly every five to seven years. We get the 15 to 20% correction, so we're well overdue for one. And they're fine. For younger people, they're huge buying opportunities. For older people, they can create disasters if they're overweight in equities. And I was thinking back, you know, in August, it'll be 25 years of the business. And when I first got into the business, the weightings for people that were 65 years old, planning to live till, you know, 86, 40% stock, 60% bonds, plus some cash. That was a typical weighting, Right. Back then, it was take your age, take 100 minus your age, and that's how much you should have in stocks. So if you're 60, you know, 100 minus 60 is 40. That's how much people would have in stocks. And rates back then on bonds were north of 6%. So their income on bonds was north of 6. CDs were 4 or 5%. Fixed annuities were 5 to 6%. And the income was pretty steady. 
I mean, now we get through this point in time, and the average retiree has over 60% in stocks. And they're living so much longer, Rob. I mean, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to see more and more people living well past age 100. And so if you're overexposed to stocks and you have more longevity because of healthcare advances and you are forced to sell every time there's a market correction because you don't have a strategy in place, good luck. You're going to have a lot of people that are living past 100 years old that are dead broke. So um, you really have to come up with a plan in retirement. Okay. And what if you don't have a plan in retirement? Is it is it okay to be a little naive and say, I'll just work a couple years longer? Um, because that's actually not a bad plan for a lot of people. Keep working. No, I think I think one of the best plans that people could have is say, okay, I, I need to transition to retirement. The people that get forced into retirement are the ones that really have problems. Or if they, they focus on an age, I'm going to retire by the time I'm 60, I'm going to save, 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 and I'm going to just quit and walk out the door and I'm 60, and then they're bored out of their mind. And then they start looking at their portfolio way too much, and then they start trying to outthink the market, and they get stressed out, and it's a horrible, horrible plan. So part of transitioning to retirement is to get to know yourself, what drives you, what's going to get you out of bed, whether it's volunteer or a second career. I mean, we've got a guy, Brad Stacy, that's been with us for 10 years as of yesterday, and it was his second career. So... Um, he was in one industry and switched, fell in love with the financial planning industry, and, and that's his second career. Now he's going part-time um, as he doesn't really want to fully retire. And so he, he's happy as complete. He's going to play more golf next year and still be a financial advisor, and he's loving life. So it's a great plan to just keep working. So I'm seeing today that Equifax has found an additional 2.4 million Americans impacted by the 2017 breach. Anything that you want to hit the tie on that would tie into a retirement income strategy, wealth preservation idea, and identity theft? Well, that's one of the things we talk about is some of the expenses that you have to you know, really sit down and do some homework on what are your expenses. And we definitely recommend identity theft protection services, not only that help monitor, but I mean, the monitor is easy. You can use credit karma or whatever you want for free to monitor, but something that fixes the problem should something happen, and it will happen sometime in your life. So that's part of your expenses. But still, if we stay on the topic of how to get through market shocks, the reason why you want to have two to three years worth of portfolio draws in cash so you don't make that mistake where you're forced to sell. If you have two to three years worth of portfolio draws, and I'll, you know, I talk about at the event how to calculate that in cash, you never are forced to sell when the market cracks, plus you have a certain amount of income. You might need to look at no-load annuity options in order to take 20% of your portfolio and have it in a stream of income that you cannot outlive. I'm not talking about loaded annuities that you buy from banks or giant brokerage firms. I'm talking about no-load options. Um, and different ways to fight inflation, whether it's rental properties that have the ability to increase rent, um, different types of investments that are tied to commodities that tend to go up with inflation. If you're going to be alive for a long time, you need to have sources of cash, income, and the ability to fight inflation. I hear you. Anything else that you're working on right now? We know that your podcast is out there. People can find you at newfocusfinancial.com. They can meet you March 8, 630 to 830, Crown Plaza, Foster City. People can get more information at newfocusfinancial.com. Use code radio25 to get in for free. But anything else you want to close on? You've got about a minute to 45 seconds. Uh, yes, uh, keep on the website, too, to look out for a webinar that we'll be doing that has to do with more self-employed retirement planning options under the new tax law. 
A lot of people have asked about that, so that's probably a pretty good idea. Thanks very much at CFP, Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. There's a list that you can sign up for, and you can be made aware of all the events that are coming up, but there's also a lot of really good downloadables. Um, We've worked pretty hard on that to make it good and credible. Um, A lot of good stuff for you to see. The Ten Pillars is there. Warren Buffett's quotes are there. Um, Just some good stuff to get off the ground, so to speak. You can find out more by going to newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Amazon's aiming to turn Alexa into a universal real-time language translator. That's pretty cool. This is the year of the digital assistants. Um, Last year, we talked a little bit about how they're going to start cracking through. And um, machine learning is going to become a little bit more. Notice your phone, like, hey, are you going to the gym again today at 10 a.m.? And uh, if you do, then it'll last you the next day, and then it'll last you the next day. But Alexa doing real-time translating, that's pretty fun. Uh, cool trick. Enough to get into my, my circle of electronics? Probably not, but it's not a bad trick. Google's got something similar with their AirPods. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money invested in more. February's gone. On to March we go. Beware the March divides. Um... President Trump's about to do something that has me a little on the nervous side. Jerome Powell's doing his testimony. We know what's going on there. But Trump is getting ready to announce tariffs. It's expected that he's going to announce tariffs today. Reports have indicated he put tariffs on steel and aluminum. A move would be part of Trump's broader push for protectionist policies. Um, This would be bad for the auto companies who are importing a lot of steel from China, cheaper steel. This would be good for the steel companies like U.S. Steel here in the United States in the short term. So overall in the economy, it could be bad because if we say we're going after steel and aluminum, uh, China could say, well, we're going to you know, stop buying phones and uh, whatever else you export, wheat. Tariffs on the metals would mark another step of the ongoing push for protectionist policies that helped Trump win the White House. The president has repeatedly thrashed free trade deals struck by his predecessors and has pledged to make trade more fair to the United States. The decision over tariffs has pitted globalist elements of the White House, like Chief Economic Advisor Gary Cohen, against more protectionist voices like his trade advisor Peter Navarro. Um, Retaliation from China, America's largest trade partner, could hit the U.S. economy hard. This is a big story, in my opinion. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, Other big stories of note, again, we're getting Fed Chairman Jerome Powell talking about his um, testimony on the economy, which he says is pretty good. And he thinks we could take standard inflation up to about 2%, and we're about 1.7%, which is kind of a far away from it at this point in time. So there's that going on. Kroger stopped selling guns to mostly buyers under 21 at Fred Meyer stores. Um, 
Yeah, some common sense coming into some retailing. Kohl's has tapped grocer Aldi as its first partner to sublet space and downsize stores. Um, so Kohl's, big department stores, trying to figure out what to do with their clothes and everything. And uh, they say Aldi is trying to break into the fresh grocery market in the United States. So they're kind of moving in the same space with each other. Equifax has found an additional 2.4 million Americans impacted by the 2017 breach. Basically, if you have a credit card, if you have a credit card or a social security number, you probably got breached. Equifax is saying that an additional 2.4 million Americans were impacted by last year's data breach. The, the number was they got partial driver's license numbers stolen by the attackers. Their names, unlike the original 145.5 Americans, had their social securities numbers impacted. Attackers were unable to get the state where the license was issued or the expiration date. Oh, man, right? Are you with me here against me? Just, oh, man. Oh. Women need to get one more degree than men to earn the same salary. That's always a sad truth in America. As much as we point to how much we're doing better, women earn 81 cents for every dollar earned by a man or a career that adds up. You're supposed to save 15 to 20% of your salary. You can already see that women are 20%, 19% behind. Lifetime earnings differential between men and women is more than $1 million when you pay someone 19 cents more per dollar. A woman with a bachelor's degree earns 61000 per year on average, roughly equivalent to that of a man with an associate's degree. The same rule holds true for women with master's degree compared to men with bachelor's degree. So you need one more um, degree position uh, than men. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Ain't nobody got time greatest, for that. Greatest country in the world, or are we kidding ourselves at time? I I don't know. So that's all I'll throw out there. Um, there. There's an amazing investor named David Einhorn, and he's got this great career. And he started Greenlight Capital. Uh, Greenlight Capital went down 6.2% in February. A uh, fresh round of losses extended the hedge fund's decline in 2018 to more than 12%. I throw that out there because he's one of the greatest, you know, analytical investor minds out there. And he's getting spanked by the market. Um, the January, the S&P 500 had its best, you know, a month in two decades, and he was down. So um, he's underperforming. And in the, in the end, you as an investor could be better off with an S&P 500 fund, a Wilshire 2000, Wilshire 3000, um, a Russell 2000, 3000, excuse me, a Wilshire 5000, uh, a small cap value. Like you can piece together ETFs or index funds that are going to beat Greenlight Capital, I assure you, and they're going to do it for less costs. So not only did he lose people twelve percent, but he lost twelve percent plus fees involved. So that's unforgivable in my book. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um. What else do we need to know? Um, California has the worst quality of life in all 50 states. That's kind of interesting, right? Because we in California, we kind of love our state slash country, whatever you want to call it. Um, California came in 50th in ranking in all states by quality of life. The rankings considered metrics like air quality, pollution, community engagement, voter participation. Some conservatives celebrated the news on social media. Um... I, I agree with some of that. I really do. 
um, it's insufferable the driving. So, and I think it's a failed state on so many levels. Um, the costs are too high. So, um, I don't know. For me, the the worst part about it is social environment. You know, I think it's a compromising community engagement with you know, lack of social support and low, low, low voter participation. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, it's a day that, again, we're paying attention to Jerome Powell and his testimony. Uh, a lot of attention. We're seeing some side stories like Kroger raising the minimum age for buying guns. Equifax finding an additional $2.4 million impacted by the breach. But we're not finding a lot there. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Got a big seminar coming up March 8th. You can sign up for it by going to robblackshow.com and uh, using code RADIO25 to get in free. It's in San Mateo, Foster City, Crown Plaza, 630 to 830, next Thursday, one week from today. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. One of the things that I get on a regular question from people is, what should I buy now? And I never know because I don't know you. I'm not trying to be rude. But, you know, I added some Google and some Amazon at some point. I added some Apple. I don't mind the big boys, and I don't mind, you know, knowing that they're going to peter out and underperform at some point for sure. All stocks do. Um, but if someone needed bonds, I don't buy bonds. I, I have a disdain for them. Um, I feel like I'm too young. I feel like what you get for it is too little. So... I personally, that's me. That's not you. That's why I don't really give that advice often on air. Um, but when I do, I always try to contain it with, you know, for me, being under 50, where I am in my life, where the bond rates are, no thanks. You know, I can make an uh, exception for that, for sure. So you got to be careful. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. He talked a little bit about bonds this morning as well on his show, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., New Focus on Wealth. Chad? I go to an email from Mahendra. I'd like your suggestions on what bond areas to invest in on the fixed income side, given that interest rates will be rising. Right now, the money that is earmarked for the bond side of the portfolio is in cash for me. Should I do floating rate mutual funds, tips, bullet shares? What? Um, Good question. The bond side, by far, is the most difficult side to invest in right now, and it has been for several years now with historically low interest rates. You look all the way back to 2013 when we had that taper tantrum when interest rates all of a sudden rose on the 10-year Treasury very, very quickly. As much as they rose in the last couple of months, they rose just seemed like overnight, causing the stock market to pull back into correction mode because stocks don't like it when interest rates go too high. Because when interest rates go too high, it creates a conflict in some people, and those people tend to be older. Look at how many baby boomers we have. And baby boomers you know, today invest more into stocks than when I got into the business 24 years ago. 24 years ago, when I got into the business, a 65-year-old would be typically 40 or 50% in stocks, 
at the most, and the rest in bonds and CDs and things like that. Now it's the, the reverse of that. Because people will look at the S&P 500 and say, okay, well, the S&P 500 has an income of about 2%. A little while ago, the 10-year treasury was down 1.5%. Not quite that low. It, was, it, it went really quickly from about 1.9 to to uh, over to, boy, it was, that was a pretty quick change in rates. We've done it. I did a whole show not too long ago about this, but what happens is if you get the 10 year treasury at around three, three and a half percent, an older person says, okay, I'm going to take some of my risk off the table in stocks because now I can get 1% more in current income in a safe U S government treasury. And if safe government U S treasuries are yielding three and a half percent or so, then you might get four and a half, five out of a triple A rated bond with other companies. And so it creates that conflict where, okay, I'm going to pull some off stocks. Stocks take a breather and there's a bit of a shift into bonds. And that's very, very difficult. Also floating rate funds, or uh, those are basically funds that, uh, the, the interest rate's supposed to go, the rates will float up with the overall market because it's shorter term loans inside of the fund. The problem with a lot of those is that they tend to get very popular in a short period of time and trade at a premium. So you got to be smart enough to know when that happens. Tips, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities, those are bonds that pay a lower income, but the face amount, the value of the bond can be adjusted upward when inflation comes into play. Right now, it's kind of about a wash between what the inflation rate is and the reduction in current income. But they go through rolling periods where there can be major corrections. Look, here's the deal. This is what I do. I like to, not only in my tax-free bond side and my corporate side, but we own one really good unconstrained bond fund where the manager can kind of go anywhere. All right? So you look up the term unconstrained bond funds. I'm not going to tell you which ones to buy. I can't do that. But you look up the term unconstrained bond fund where the manager can go anywhere. That includes even having sometimes up to 20% in foreign bonds. But they also have the ability to hedge against rising rates. Okay? Let them. Bond traders tend to be a little bit smarter than stock traders. And believe it or not, you got to be swift when it comes to buying bonds because you get these rolling corrections. When you have an interest rate jump, there's certain areas of the bond market which can fall very, very quickly and create major opportunities. And major opportunity could be, you know, a 2% discount on a bond because bonds don't pay a lot. So you got to get, get those when you can. So you have to have a lot of buying power. So that means you want institutional managed bond funds. I do not like bond ETFs. I don't like them like institutionally managed bond funds right now. And when interest rates go way back up, at some point, it could be five, 10 years down the road, I like individual bonds. I don't really like bond ETFs. So an unconstrained bond fund, the manager can kind of go anywhere. If there happens to be something that causes a correction in tips, they can go buy a little bit. There can be some floating rate bonds inside of it. There can be some corporate, some Ginny Mays. They can kind of go anywhere. So I'll do a portion in that, and then a portion in a very conservative, well-managed core fund, where the manager, the, number one, it's an institution where it's not a lot of retail investors, 
Okay. I, the problem with a lot of bond funds that are very popular for retail investors, as soon as rates go up, all the retail investors panic. And it causes the bond fund managers to have to sell bonds to meet redemptions that they don't even want to sell, causing real losses. So I like to look for funds that are mostly owned by institutions, people that don't panic, professional money managers. And I'm talking about real conservative bond funds right now, the one where it's looking at kind of on the curve right around, you know, three to five year bonds, very short term. You still need those types of funds in there. And if rates go up on the Federal Reserve side, that's the overnight lending rates between banks, you might not necessarily see increase on the 10 year treasury. Um, you might have more damage in shorter term bond funds than longer term in some cases. So by allowing that manager to buy very conservative bonds at the right part of the curve, say the three to five year range right now, uh, you get into the bonds that will go up in value if the stock market corrects, because that's it, it's not just income. That's the way you want to own bonds. You you also want to own bonds because they act as a buffer for market corrections. So it's an interesting day because we have Chairman Powell getting his confirmation and um. You know, on what looks like full-term employment, what doesn't. He's talking to Congress and trying to hold their hands through. You know, is he going to get better in your district or not? Uh, he's going to keep his on script pretty much so as he did the other day. But today he's talking with the Senate Baking Committee, and it's been underway for about forty-five minutes. Uh, no major shocks to the markets at this point in time. Personal income came out this morning, led by a half percent increase in wages and salaries. Um, that's more inflationary than expected. So, um, elsewhere out there, claims the week ending February 24th, first time unemployment claims um, hit 210,000. Um, expectations were for about 227. That's the lowest level of initial claims since February, December 6, 1969. Um, the job market's fine. So, as long as the job market's fine right now, uh, the stock market's going to tell us when it thinks the job market goes bad. And stock market can tell us that by seeing inflation pick up with a 10-year treasury. It could see volatility pick up. People getting nervous. It could see um, you know, corporations announce earnings cuts. Maybe uh, they're, they're doing more hiring, so which is expensive. Biggest cost of labor uh, to a company is biggest cost of business is labor. Kohl's and Best Buy. Um, Impressive earning results. Kohl's is an interesting one uh, because they, they have something that I think Amazon doesn't. They have a shopping experience that kind of feels like a game. So you're like, oh my gosh, they got Polo Rafflin sweaters. Now let's see if I can find an extra large. And you're like playing a game to find one. And you see it was 120 bucks. Now it's down to 40 bucks. And what it really was, it was... $45, but one arm's longer than the other arm. And uh, they were like, well, the arms are long. It's, you know, straight. We could have charged full price, but we'll send this to TJ Maxx or Kohl's. And uh, that's the way it goes. So we're spending. That's good for Kohl's and Best Buy. Um, for Macy's, we've seen some pretty good numbers out recently. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Twitter, robblackshow. YouTube, robblackshow. Um, find me on uh, Facebook under Crown 4 Rob Black and find me online, um, Rob Black Show. You can sign up for the seminar coming up March 8th, 630 to 830 at the San Mateo Crown Plaza, 
Sign up at robblackshow.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Ticket time, ticket time, tick, 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 ticket time. Jeff Dunham, America's favorite ventriloquist, coming to the SAP Center at San Jose, March 7th, 2018. He's bringing his cast characters on the road to SAP Center at San Jose, passive-aggressive tour. With over a million YouTube subscribers amassing over a billion views, Dunham has carved out his own unique space of comedy, leading to record-breaking viewership for his comedy specials in Comedy Central. Um, It should be a good show. So that's coming up. I've got a pair of two tickets to see Jeff Dunham, comedian. Ventriloquist. Is he the creepy kind of ventriloquist or is he the funny kind of ventriloquist? He's the funny kind of ventriloquist. Um, SAP Center, March 7th, 7.30 at night, 7.30 at night. So that is a Wednesday. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show. No, you can't sign up there. You can call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to win the Jeff Dunham tickets right now. I got a pair of those. Plus... If you're more of a Spanish kind of feel the love of the music, uh, Ricardo Arcona, February, uh, March 2nd. Oh, wait, wait, not March 2nd. March 11th. March 11th. The Gira Circo Soledad, uh, Ricardo Arcona, uh, SAP Center in San Jose. So he's going to be March 11th, Sunday evening at 10, uh, 7 o'clock. Sunday, March 11th, SAP Center, Ricardo Arcona. Big Latin American recording artist, um, well-followed, good-looking, you know, all that good stuff. You can get more information at sapcenter.com. That's sapcenter.com. And again, t- two sets of tickets, one set of t- two for that and one set of two for the Jeff Dunham. You call right now. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Jeff Dunham is Passive Aggressive Tour March 7th at the SAP Center. And Ricardo O'Connor is um, March 11th, Sunday. So it sounds like the Sharks are on the road because their home, SAP Center, is getting used up for um, other events. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, When Fed Chairman Powell talks now, Wall Street is getting kind of nervous there used to be a point in time whenever George Bush Jr. would talk, the market would sell off. It was kind of funny. Um, I don't know why, but it was funny. So now when uh, Chairman Powell speaks, we know that the Fed Open Market Committee is looking at raising rates. They're looking at a strong economy. They're looking at you know a little bit of inflation. They're looking at raising rates. They're looking at getting us from disaster level of interest rates to a more you know where we should be with 3%, 4% GDP. Um, so every time he talks, the market's going to get a little bit nervous and you may see us go from up 20 to up five kind of thing. Um, and then president Trump said that he's going to announce tariffs and that's just real bad news for the overall U S economy because the country that's dumping the most stuff on us is China. Now, again, if you're a steel maker, you love this story. If you're a car maker, you hate this story. If you're a car consumer, you hate the story. So there's some problems with it, to say the least, in my opinion. So marching into March without much direction is how I feel. Um, But we have a strong economy as far as jobs go. That takes you a long way. It's tied towards capitalism. 
to me, I believe that corporations aren't in the business of being stupid. Hey, Jim, you just wasted, you know, you gave everyone a 20% bonus and your team underperformed. Great job. And it typically doesn't work like that. But uh, President Trump expects to announce tariffs on steel and aluminum imports today. I think that could be a wake-up call to the world that um, we're not your best friends. And Trump is hurting the U.S. economy greatly, in my opinion, by telling the world we're not your best friends. Is it okay on occasion to get back towards more you know, uh, moderate or conservative policies when you're very liberal in steel and aluminum trading? Yeah, I, I think it's okay sometimes to crawl your way back. But in the end, I think, you know, sometimes it's also good to crawl your way out of conservative policies. So that's just my thought. Uh, but I am nervous because, you know, I know that you as listeners out there are counting on me to be more right than wrong with analysis. Strength today in energy stocks, utilities, teleco services, real estate, weakness in industrials, materials, technology, and healthcare. Don't forget if you want to win those tickets, we got a pair of two to Ricardo Hana. Um, Sunday, March 11th, you can call 800-516-1220. And then Jeff Dudham, uh, also coming up on March 7th. So you can sign up for either or event at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Investors watch part <clears throat> Neil from San Jose won one pair of tickets, I think. Maybe both. I don't know. Oh, he won the Jeff Dunham. <clears throat> so we got still got the Ricardo Arcana. So... Um, President Trump, the tariffs, investors watching Fed Chairman Powell's semi-annual testimony. Those are two things that I, I see as potentially negative flags. Um, I guess Chairman Powell can come out of it, you know, neutral. Uh, but anything Trump says on tariffs is going to be bad for the economy and bad for the stock market. Now, how bad? We'll have to, to weigh, you know, the jobs numbers. So. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Trade chaos at the White House. Tariff announcement now unlikely uh, as Trump aides spar with each other. So that's a new twist on this. Um, he was supposed to announce tariffs. Now uh, that may not happen. So his uh, Gary Cohn, his chief economic advisor, is not as much of a protectionist as Peter Navarro. His um, different his voice on trade. So... Always good when a White House is fighting. So I'm not against in-house fighting. Not against it at all. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.